Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. Our exercise series is back on, and we are talking about powerlifting. Um, I asked if we knew anything about this and Gretchen said, we know nothing about powerlifting. We know zero things. Um, all of these were like fun things that we had never heard of. And then I thought we should also do powerlifting. We should throw ourselves under the bus as well. Absolutely. If you're going to make fun of everybody else, you got to make fun of yourself. Exactly. And it's so easy. Yes. All right. So benefits of powerlifting. It is great for strength training. Obviously, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It I mean, it's interesting because like the name is power lifting. Yeah. And the actual lifts themselves are not necessarily what we like in a scientific setting, they wouldn't be considered power moves. Um, they're like ultimate moves of strength. Like I think of more power moves as like your Olympic lifts, like a, a clean, a snatch. Um vertical jumps, things like that. Like those are more power packed. This is like true strength. Do you know what's funny though? And I just thought about this as you were explaining power movements, our coach, a lot of time is like, and you got to build that power up and then you got to explode. I know. Um, which like, I know what he's ta- like, we know what he means. Um, yeah. Usually I'm just like, I, do- I can't do that. It, it's just like, a, I think of it like, like a vertical jump, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like a fast explosive cannon. Right. Um, we are like those fireworks that like, they kind of like sizzle, sizzle, and then boom. Right. Yeah. That's like, yeah. It's a lot of slow movements and then bam. <laughs> She's cooking. <laughs> um, you really focus on good form and technique. If you have a good coach, that is what you should be doing. At least you should be. You should be. Yes. Um, because if you don't have good form or technique, then you can get injured. And we'll talk about that in the cons. But if you are really like doing the sport, I mean, our coach was, has, I think he has a great philosophy. He does not put anybody under a bar or put a bar in their hands until they have the technique down and the form down. So he knows that they will not get hurt while they're under. Yeah. I mean, it, he really does. It's a great approach. I think more coaches could approach like that. Yeah. I know we both came in and expecting pretty much to get under the bar right away. Mm-hmm. And we both significantly scaled back what it is we were doing. Right. And, you know, it, I mean, we both had been deemed okay to get under the bar, but we still did a lot of like accessory form technique education in complement of that, as well as like very, very lightweights. Yeah. Um, my favorite is Jordan's heard this before. Cause we both like to tell our deadlift stories. Um, I walked in and I was like, oh, I can see more deadlift turn in 65 pounds. And he was like, okay, let's see. And then he said, that's not, that's not a deadlift. That's, I don't know what that it's like a plie and you pulled something heavy up. It's not great. Um, and then we switched to conventional. Thank goodness. But I thought I can deadlift 265 pounds. So we're going to start somewhere around there. Like 
235, 240. I think we were in the 180s, like just hammering form out. Almost 100 pounds lighter than what I thought I could do. Hammering form out. Yeah. I mean, I came in like the numbers. I mean, granted, I was, we did a lot more trap bar deadlift, hex bar deadlift when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I really didn't know much about bench press because we didn't bench press. We dumbbell bench press in college squats. Like that was, I was good at that when I was in college. So I'm like, Oh, I like, I know how to do this. And we dropped the weight down pretty good. I got, I like, I don't even remember. I just was so excited to learn these things. Like, right. I want to know how I can get stronger and how I can get better. So I like totally geeked out over everything he had to say. And I was like, whatever weight you put on the bar coach, I'll do it. Well, God, <laughs> I know that's why, that's why I'm still around. <laughs> oh, how the tides have turned. Now we're like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. You think I can actually do that? Oh, my oh. God. Yeah. Sometimes we have to like <sighs> rein him back in. Did you mean to give us the same weight as our drop down days and then add bands? Because we almost died. And then he's like, nope, forgot to delete the weights, fat fingered it. And we're like, okay, just checking. Um, benefit is you have a clear goal. It is squat, bench, and deadlift. Yeah. Three remain lifts. Obviously, you do have accessories in there, but that is like what all of those accessories are to get you a better squat, bench, and deadlift. Yeah. You always, you always have metrics in your workout. And I think that's one of the things that I love about powerlifting is you don't, yes, if you're getting ready for a meet and you have to fit in a weight class, you have to be concerned about the scale, but there's always a focus inside of training as well. And it's something that I continue to try to improve in my clientele is find something off the scale to keep track of, to pay attention to. That's why during, um, during workouts, during our sessions, we track certain exercises based on the programs we're running. And it's like in powerlifting, you always know which three exercises you're keeping track of. Right. It, it did definitely help me. And that's like another benefit. It helped me, um, with like my issues with the scale, because I could see that my three lifts were getting better. And even if, um, the weight on the scale, wasn't stopping or like going anywhere, my lifts were getting stronger. What is going on back there? I'm so sorry. My dog is currently drinking water. It's like he's never had water in his life and he's dying of thirst. <laughs> and I'm trying to like, <laughs> I tried to mute it when Jordan was talking. <laughs> I, I don't even want to bring up what I thought it sounded like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I promise I give my dogs water. They have it available at all times. <clears throat> Apparently this is when he was thirsty. <laughs> so the last benefit of powerlifting, this is a perfect example. You make new friends and you start a podcast where you laugh <laughs> and enjoy other people's dogs. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think, and I'm sure it's true of a lot of the communities that we, we have talked about, but the powerlifting community is a really cool community. 
It is. I mean, the number of people who you know because of this, who you support because of this, and now like with social media, you can connect with anyone. I always think it's cool, like seeing people from other states connect with people in our state and vice versa. And people who train at other gyms connect with people at our gym because it's, we are a community and you get to make new friends. You get to reach out to new people and just grow in, in your connections around Absolutely. a workout. Yeah. I think the coolest thing is when people go to like other states or like go to nationals and stuff and they get to meet the people that they've been like talking to online yeah. and it's like, they're just super good friends. And that helps when you go to a new place because you kind of already know them. Right. Exactly. All right. Now that my dog is well hydrated, hopefully let's get into the cons of powerlifting. There are none. I'm just kidding. Um, lots of people focus on maxing out way too much. We see it more than I would like to admit. People go into the gym. They're like, we're going to have an SBD day. If you're done like Jordan and I were for quite some time, that means they're going to squat, bench, and deadlift in the same day. <laughs> we, thought, we thought they were just wearing their SBD brand knee sleeves and gear. Right. Right. And then it clicked and I was like, oh, that's why the brand is called SBD. <laughs> I mean, they should advertise that. Yeah, I know. Um, you think that people would know and they don't because we didn't. But they have a squat, bench, and deadlift day like once a week and they are maxing out once a week. Um, we have said this multiple times, Jordan and I max out once a year on meet days. <laughs> and, and honestly, like we'll hit singles. Yeah, we will. But they're easy singles. Like they are meant to be, they're meant to be challenging, but they're like, it's just to get the work of doing a single in of taking your walkout, settling in, doing the single singular rep and then re-racking. Like it's strictly for the form of practicing for me. Correct. We do not go to failure. And then go, oh, well, the one before it is my max. No, 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 no. I wouldn't I still would, be here. No, I would like to never fail a lift. And that would be wonderful. Not realistic, but wonderful. Um, and there's just the problem when you do that so much is you can't progress because your body is under that load that much that it can't recover. It can't do the recovery that it needs. I look at it like it's the, that is the top of the pyramid. and. Yeah when you are failing at that load, like something underneath in that pyramid is not stable and it's, it shook and it caved in. I mean, you could think of this, like pulling the cans at the grocery store. Like you got the top can, like you pulled out that bottom one. Like there's, there's something that you pulled out that isn't working and you have to go back and you have to rework it. And nobody really does that. They just think like, I'll just give it another shot. Right. Um, that brings us to the other con is risk of injury. If your technique, like we talked about having good form and technique, if you don't build that and work on that and you max out all the time, you will get injured. And let me tell you, getting injured as a power lifter pretty much means that you're out until you are recovered. Like you can't, you can't lift heavy things when you're broken. Correct. Sometimes you, you can, even when you're not broken, you can't. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, nope, not my day. Um, you can do other exercises and you can do other work, but you are not powerlifting. Yeah. Until you I mean, were fixed. You look at like a year ago when I got hurt. I mean, one, I was not, I was not lifting for a while. I was right. then very limited in what I could do. 
And still I have limitations, even to this day, like I am deemed healthy. I have medical clearance to compete, but I still have days where it's like, Ooh, not my day. And we, we modify things, but like, you know, let's say three months after that, I was nowhere near able to compete. Like I couldn't even lay down on a bench, let alone like actually get into a position to, to bench press and compete. Right. It's, it is hard to come back. And I think that's when a lot of people fall off. So making sure that you are doing your mobility work, warming up correctly, getting your form right. is very important. I also, I did not get hurt in powerlifting. Let's just clarify that. Correct. Yeah. I'm glad that you clarified that because a lot of people that I talk to like family members or people who have no idea what powerlifting is, they, their first question is always, aren't you worried that you're going to get injured and you're going to get hurt and you're going to hurt your back. Hurting my back is like everybody's biggest concern. I'm like, nope, because I focus on all of these techniques and forms that if I'm doing it correctly, I will not hurt my back. Are there days again, where it's not my day. And then when that happens, I'm like, like we're done for the day. This past Monday, I had hurt my knee over the weekend a little bit. And I was like, told my coach when we got there, we decided we're going to start squatting and we're going to see how it feels. And if it doesn't feel great, we're done. We pull the plug. I don't push it because I know that if I push it, then it's just going to get even more injured. Um, if you focus only on the big three, you don't get a well-rounded workout. That is another con. Um, a lot of people will squat, bench, and deadlift because those are the three lifts. Those are the quote unquote big three. And then they're done. They don't do their accessories. Which is is such a shame. I mean, Mm -hmm. do they work a lot of muscles and would it feel like you worked your whole body? Absolutely. But you're still, you're still missing a lot of accessories. You're only moving your muscles in certain patterns. You're not targeting your body in specific ways. Like it needs to be a well-rounded machine in order for you to have your best performance with the big three. Yeah. I mean, you and I on Mondays, we heavy squat and heavy deadlift. By the time we're done with our deadlifts, I'm tired. I've had a great workout. It's been a long workout, but if that's when we stopped and we never did accessories to build up our power, our leg muscles, our back muscles, our traps, we would not be able to make those big Yeah. Uh, the last con of powerlifting is that it can be really time consuming. I know we, I mean, we were just talking about this, like we can finish our squats and deadlifts and some days it's been over an hour that we've done the, both of those other days, like Monday, this past Monday, we were done in under 90 minutes. Yeah. We were cruising which is a rarity. And we had to celebrate that. I think it's a record, uh, but it, I mean, it is like, it takes time to warm up, like mm-hmm. you do your mobility to you do your activation work to get under the bar, start warming up there. And then to do your accessory work, it's, it is a considerable amount of time. And it's, I think some people think it's just something you can go to the gym, get your lifts in and get out the door. But if you want this to be, if you want to take it seriously, you, you want to see results you have to put in the time and that can sometimes be a deterrent for people. Yeah. Um, I know when I first started, I was like, how does it take you three hours to do a workout? Well, I know now how it takes you three hours. Not every single one is three hours. 
you know, like our light days, you can get in and get out pretty quickly. Um, unless you're dying under a very heavy banded bench, but it is time consuming and you do have to rest in between. That is part of powerlifting. People make fun of us for like sitting on a chair in between sets and eating, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is one of those things that like, you just, you just have to weigh pros and cons. And I think it, what's cool about this community too, is like, you see the people who they participate in powerlifting simply because they love it. They know they don't have the time to put in, to be, be very best at it. And they yep. still, and they're great. And they're like, I know, like if I put more time in, if I did more, I'd be fine. And then you have, like, you appreciate the people who really do have that time and are really willing to put that time in. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's a time commitment. Like I know Mondays, I like, I'm going to be at the gym for two hours at least. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that might not include my warm up either. Right. I think we got to the gym at 1230 this past Monday to start warming up. Yeah. Um, but then you do see like the people that do this professionally, like for them, this consumes their life. They own gyms, they run programs, they have all this stuff. So then they can have the time to get their workouts in as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm very fortunate that I, I have the ability like on a Monday, if we don't finish, I can go back to my gym and finish things up to get ready. But to each their own. Um, so there are benefits and cons to everything. I think that's why we wanted to do this series. I hear so many people talk about different workouts and they're like, oh, it's so great for this. And then other people are like, well, there's a problem with this. And you're never going to find something that does not have a con to it, right? There's always a con to whatever you do, but there's great benefits also to everything that you do. So find a workout that you love, that you can sustain and also switch things up a little bit too. Like we might try a Zumba. We might try other things just to throw in there and have fun and freshen it up a little bit, but find something that you love that you can really truly dig your teeth into and work at and get better. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.